Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291. The following is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host frederick penny attorney at law and now radiolawtalk.com hello everyone welcome to hour number three of radio law talk here on your am dial or on your fm dial as the case may be or on your podcast podcast or on iheart radio podcast we've just been picked up on iheart special shout out to kcpx 1490 am in southeast utah yeah thank you for carrying us on your uh, radio dial i'm todd cunit sitting in for fred penny today and he'll be back with us next week. Denise Dirks over to my right. Denise, how have you been for the first two hours? Um, it's been great. We've had a lot of discussion about a lot of law. I know. Yay. Imagine that, <laughs> talking about the law on Radio Law Talk. If you, if you missed any of the show, our this three-hour show is rebroad, well, rebroadcast. It's uploaded as a podcast. It's available on iHeartRadio now. It's also available via our website, radiolawtalk.com. And those usually drop on about the Tuesday following a show. So the the three hours in each, it's the podcast, each hour is its own podcast. And so you can, there are three separate files you can listen to, and you can hear what we did hour one, hour two. If you're on a radio station that doesn't carry us all three hours, you can hear what you missed. If and you, and you can subscribe that. to that. They'll just send a little note, so here you're ready to go. Go, boom. Pretty cool. Right, it's and we also, convenient. we end up on podcasts on KHI as well. And oh. those are actually uploaded on Saturday. Um, I think it's around 1 o'clock. Awesome. Yeah, and it lasts a week, so you get a week to week. So, so. KHI is a radio station in Auburn, California that carries the show, and we thank them for doing that. Yes. And so, you know, that's what we've been talking. We've talked about the law and stuff here. We've, we've, we've had a lot of discussions about various topics. We've talked topics. We've been talking about things that have happened in Hollywood and around. But, you know, look, we, one thing we want to remind everybody, and, and this, is, uh, this is our disclaimer, uh, do not take what we say here on Radio Law Talk as legal advice, substituting it for advice that your attorney would give you. If you have a legal issue, talk to an attorney. The only advice I can give is hire an attorney, speak to an attorney that you can speak with, taking advantage of the attorney-client privilege, taking advantage of the fact that the attorney will be listening to 
your issue and giving you advice specific to your issue. On this radio show, we talk about general topics of law. You note that we encourage callers and love when callers come in and ask general questions. We never give anything specific when a when somebody calls in because that is something that you would want to address with your own individual attorneys because we're in all 50 states and the laws of each state are different. Plus, who wants to get involved in an attorney-client relationship on a public radio show? You pretty much waived the confidentiality by talking about it on the radio. Right. Hello. <laughs> so so uh, go ahead and, and uh, like I said, we encourage the uh, we encourage the questions and people calling in. Just understand we don't give specific legal advice and don't take the what you hear on the podcast or on the radio wave says you wouldn't want to go into the court and say, well, your honor, in the uh, in the landmark episode of Radio Law Talk that aired on the 3rd of August or of October, 4th of October, whatever day we're in, uh, you know, we. You, you wouldn't want to do that. The so. judge would say, uh, yeah, uh, don't listen to that show again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And do you have any legal basis for that? Is that the one that Todd Cunin is a host of or co-host of? Yes. Well, that immediately undercuts. Your... <laughs> Thanks for the warning. So uh, anyway, another thing that we do here on Radio Law Talk is a thing called case or no case, usually at the top of the hour. We'll get to that right away. Cal, what do you got? I got this. Now it's time to play I got case this. or no case. She was a young and talented girl, Christine. She lived in the Ukraine. When she was in first grade, her friend Mila stole her favorite chicken. Christine was distraught but moved on. Then, because of pure talent and ambition, each of these girls moved to Los Angeles, California, and uh, right lived turned right next to each other. Christine was getting along nicely then, but Cunis, the other girl, moved into her same neighborhood. And Christine's mind immediately reflected upon the stolen chicken. She said, I'm so upset, I'm going to have to have counseling. She said, just having her in the neighborhood is tantamount to emotional assault and caused her great distress. So she sought counseling and counsel to ask if her rival could be forced to move or compensate her for the counseling because of this theft 25 years ago. And so, Denise, I believe you're first this time. I'm going to ask you, case or no case? Well, I know who Mina Kunis is, and I have absolutely no no idea if this is a case or not. Okay. Um, but because you're using these names of very famous people, I don't know who the Christine one is, but Mila Kunis, I know. I think I there is no concept in in California that allows for emotion. Uh, you know, a lawsuit based upon emotional damages. Um, that covers a 25-year period. It just doesn't. So because of that, I'm going to say no case. Mm, Okay. Todd, your reflection on these two Ukraine rivals fighting it out in Los Angeles? Well, I don't know who the Christine is either, (laughs) but I want to know now because I'm a big Mila Kunis fan. You are. um, uh, Interestingly, so for those of you who don't know who Mila Kunis is, she was in Black Swan. She played and she got her start really in that 70s show. Um, where she's only 14 years old at the time, and, and is now fiance. married to Ashton right. Kutcher, who exactly. was yeah. her uh, her played her boyfriend on the show. Talk about robbing the cradle, huh? Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, he was. Well, like, he, you he know. Was, he married a cougar, and now he became one. Well, good yeah. for them. As long as they're happy, it's all good. Another one about Mila Kunis, though, that some people may not know, if you watch the show Family Guy, she does the voice for Meg, 
who on Family Guy. She wasn't the voice from the first season, but since then she is the voice of Meg, who pays the daughter in the Griffin family on Family Guy. So she was also on that show with the the mothers, the single mother show that was super funny, like Bad Mothers at Christmas, or I can't remember what the name of the show was, but it was so funny. Yeah. So, uh, so she's got a lot yeah. of that, and I, and based upon that. Based upon that recitation of her filmography, of her resume, I'm going to say that this is a real-life event, but no case. Did not materialize into mm. a case. So I can't, because I, I agree with Denise, I can't imagine it. You can't, what is it? The case of the Ukrainian chicken. You know, you can't sue <laughs> for the theft of a chicken that happened in another country. Well, as they say, you can't make this stuff up. And so here's the bad news. Uh-oh. As it turns out... I did not make this stuff up. This is an actual case. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So neither of you got any points on this, what, did you? What, what, what tell did us she, about the case. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Christine Yacaro did sue Mila uh, uh, for $5,000 so she could pay for, for therapy, just as her music video dropped. <laughs> 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 True story. So, so yet another example of yes. yeah. artists using the legal system to promote their product. Exactly. Did right. Kunis pay uh, five thousand? I don't know. Kunis and, and husband Ashton Kutcher could not hold their tongues and recently posted an LOL worthy video to retaliate. Whether the suit will ever hit the court remains to be seen. In the video, Kunis said she has yet to be served, so case no result at this point, but a little publicity and that ladies and gentlemen is right true story case or no case i love that one that. isn't that good the Thank case you. Yeah. The, the case of the kunis chicken east Can't next chicken this. going to yes. be stolen bad in soviet <laughs> russia we have no chicken we eat polar bear okay so uh, that'll do it for the first the first segment of our third hour here we're going to step away for a break don't go away you're listening to radio law talk but do you have any chicken question cases, any cases involving chicken coming up? Especially if it's a Mick chicken. <laughs> Mick nugget. Oh, there's a suit there. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, hey, all right. I walked into that one, Not that I'm I? giving uh-huh. you legal advice. <laughs> all right. If you stay right there, we promise we'll come right back here on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station or streaming or podcasting from RadioLawTalk.com and many other sources. Thank you. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to, don't drive dirty, going to give my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes, sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the duck at the quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Boys are weird. This is Radio Law Talk. Where is my lawyer? I, you know, we come back and, and we intro this to this boys are weird and i i don't know after some of the lawsuits we've talked about today i'm feeling defamed 
I'm feeling slandered. There could I'm be fe- money in that. However, you'll have to uh, <laughs> file a suit against somebody's grandchildren for that. Well, so. no, well, no, I'm, it's not the grandkids. It is. Um, I don't know. They weren't the one that hit play on that soundbite. <laughs> are you suggesting somehow by me merely pointing out a this? But, Boys are real. Okay, how about this one? See if this one offends you. Todd has kitties. Well, truth is a defense What's to that Todd's one. What does Todd's cat say? Well, come on. Todd has a kitty. <laughs> I'm not going to get, you can't get in trouble for those because truth is a defense, Todd. Are you serious? <laughs> no, never. Okay, so. Uh, no point in that. <laughs> a while ago, so those, those of you who remember, a tr- very tragic incident happened in Las Vegas. This was the uh, outdoor concert, over 20,000 people in attendance. And it's the Las Vegas shooter that happened at the uh, MGM Resorts International Hotel. And there was the shooter, I think it was up on what, the 16th, 20th floor, something like that, and had military-style weapons. And tragically, um, several people lost their lives. Thousands were injured as a result of this. The gunman took his own life, you know, escaping justice and um and escaping everybody ever knowing why exactly they still it's still unclear what precipitated all of this and so we've been following this case ever since it happened specifically with regard to what we anticipated to be the lawsuits that would arise at us but cal you're looking like you have a i'm just wondering if the great eternal judge listened said uh, so what what are you what are you doing here he said well you know Sir, uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time. I mean, I don't know what kind of justification a shooter like that could ever put out there that would make any sense to anyone anyway, and that's our problem in our society. We seek closure from a crazy person who can't give us anything satisfactory. Obviously not. What would justify it even if he said, you know, somebody ran over my cat? Nothing would. It doesn't matter. No, but I think that if you understand the motivation, then it does give us comfort that in the future we might notice something like that. Or be able to avoid something like that. I suppose. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. It's just really maddening when um, a perpetrator like that takes away the victim's rights to know. Yeah, and, and that's, I guess that's kind of my point. This is a horribly sad situation. Oh, disgusting. And, and what could he say to any of those victims that would make them think... Oh, I get that. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah okay. that's so true. It, right. it, it, we, we will never know. Right. And, and so the way the law works and the way the law happens is we will never know. And the best thing that they can try sometimes is to see if, if they can attach it at a minimum a monetary compensation to help make up for the loss or the damage. We call those damages. And in this case here, in this incident, you know, the the MGM sort of got off on the wrong foot. They had a legal strategy in mind, but the first real legal maneuvering in all of this started off, it was, it was within, I want to say, six months of the incident, they actually filed preemptive lawsuits trying to limit the number of potential plaintiffs based upon a legal theory. And, and look, we're not going to get into what the legal theory was or whether or not they were, they were legally justified or, or on solid footing or whatever. The, the fact is, from an optic standpoint, it just looks really bad when it is your location where people were killed and you're the first one to file the legal salvo fire the legal salvo out there to try to limit your damages it just it just looks untoward well that was a while ago 
and there's been a class action lawsuit since filed by the, uh, the families victims. of the victims mm -hmm. and the victims themselves. And the settlement was just approved in that case by the judge. And what was that settlement, Denise? Um, $800 million. That is a hefty chunk of change. And that's a good amount. And um, there's more than, I think, I, if I'm right, I think there was, how many people died in this? Was it 53 or something? And then there was so many more that were injured. The, um, the, the, the total number... Um, of recipients of this $800 million award, and it's not split evenly. I mean, obviously, they, uh, there were 58 people killed there we go. in the yeah. But this lawsuit involves over 4,400 plaintiffs who were either direct, direct victims or family members of direct victims. Which raises my question. How can there be this many deceased, this many injured, and yet 4,000 people suing? Uh, but obviously they were related in some yeah, way. Yeah, it's family, yeah. wrongful death suits or, well, and, you know. And, and, and you figure there were there were over 20,000 people in well, attendance at that concert. How many different lawyers? Well, once they get the class action lawsuit and the notice goes out, um, then the next question is, do, do they want to opt out? And, and I think that they said they had very few people True. opt out of this lawsuit. Yeah, and that, I think, was a strategy of MGM in the very first place by having the preemptive strike and making their lawsuit. I think it was, one, to get – because they had a purported defense in the insurance contract that said that if the, if the security uh, company had been provided with terrorism – type training then there would be immunity and so they brought that one first which was not taken well by anybody it was very much not taken well so i think in this case uh, mgm itself paid 49 million but the insurance companies plural um will pay 751 million so they pay the bulk i think it really was a preemptive strike but it was to get the insurance companies involved in this settlement because I think they had to do that. Well, I'm sure the insurance company stepped up and said, let's see, 4,000 plaintiffs. Seems like a bargain. I mean, I, I know it's a lot of money, but don't you think? Could they have reinsurance? It's, everybody's rates are going to go up, I'm sure. But they have reinsurance and so on, don't they, when they've settled something like that and they don't have the cash reserves? It's sure. Just, yeah. 50, right. uh, let's see, 58 people killed. 850 people injured that weren't killed. This is a, a $800 billion or million-dollar settlement wow. to yeah. go to the 4,400 that includes the direct victims plus the family members of those. And, uh, and other people in attendance. Yes. And so that's what happened there. And um, hopefully this, to the extent that it can, will allow folks to move on and get some sort of closure or assistance with their injuries, whether they be physical or mental or both. And we will be back after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. 
So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. If you are trying to quit drinking, if you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk. And we are in the home stretch here, hour number three, halfway through hour number three. Todd Kunin here, filling in for Fred Penny in the driver's seat. I'm normally over to the left in the in the co-host seat. And I am nowhere near the position of prominence that Denise Dirks occupies. Denise, if somebody wants to participate in the show with a good take, how do they do that? Uh, you can participate by calling 855-529-7234, or you can tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Or hashtag us at Radio Law Talk, and you can also contact Cal through info at RadioLawTalk.com. And, and that way, and I know give him waiting. ideas for case or no case. Yeah, Cal is just waiting with bells on, all bright-eyed <laughs> and bushy-tailed. I've got bated breath, which means my breath smells like worms. I mean, I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I, I realize a huge mistake in this era. Huge mistake in this era of wearing masks. So just take this, we'll call this Tips from Todd. Oh, wait, hold on, let me bring up the deep thought music. Yes. Okay, well, I'll give you an intro. And now, Tips from Todd. If you are wearing a mask and you know that you'll be doing speaking in front of a group and wearing that mask for a while, it is never advisable to eat a Taco Bell bean burrito shortly before that incident. Or garlic linguine. Yes, because you'll become painfully aware <laughs> of your own... <laughs> Shortcomings. Shortcomings in that regard. That goes in the, you have to have um, a poor sense of smell. and a... Yes. <laughs> talk, about, talk about encouraging social distancing. And now, thoughts from Todd. Thank you. Thoughts from Todd. Very nice. Okay. We, can't, we can't call it tips from Todd. That could be too easily. No, spoken. either way. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking oh, Todd's we're get, tips. We're, we're, get, we're getting punchy. <laughs> Look, hey, you that know. That doesn't work. 
You know, Subway restaurants, Subway restaurants, they have taken some hits in the past, okay? Their spokesperson turned out to be not so great a guy. They uh, they got called on the carpet because their foot-long sandwiches were not really, in many cases, a foot-long you know, that was just a metaphorical term. <laughs> it reminds me of the. It reminds me. It reminds me of the infamous Lionel Hutz, who was the attorney on the show The Simpsons, voiced by uh, the late Phil Hartman, whom I loved. Phil Hartman was awesome. Very talented man. And he played Lionel Hutz, and he says, "This I have more faith in this case since the time I filed a class action lawsuit against the producers of the film The Never Ending Story." Which most definitely had an end. <laughs> what were they thinking? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, but Subway has really—they've just had a rough go of it. Okay. Although I'm sure that the shareholders and you know the the, the CEO—they're still making a pretty penny on this. Well, they have run into some more legal trouble. Yeah, legal this time tr- in yes. Ireland. Oh, in the in the great country of Ireland. What happened? What happened to Subway over in Ireland there, Denise? Well, there is a tax. Oh. It's called a VAT tax. A VAT tax. Tell us all about that. And do I have and to have a drink? Meaning value added. <laughs> yeah, yes. more or less. It's like whether or not um, this is like a, a staple. Right. So is so the bread. We, so is 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 the food a staple, staple to the diet? Now right. bread normally is considered a staple. Correct. But what happened with Subway? If, they, if, the Irish court found if, that it was not a staple why? because it had too much sugar in it. Talk about splitting hairs here, right? <laughs> so well, let's see. they literally made the finding that Subway <laughs> sandwich bread is not. Bread. That's more than two grams something like uh, something I think it was like that. Two percent of the weight of the yeah, flour. Two percent. Yes, that's what and, it is, yeah. and and theirs was like ten times that amount or five times. That oh amount. yeah. So so I, I mean, look, if I go to Subway, and and they're, if I go to Subway, essentially, if they're adding too much sugar, it's not bread, it's a cake. <laughs> okay. But think about this. Here you are. You go have a beef sandwich with a lot of lettuce and tomato. You think I'm going to have a nice healthy lunch. And what do you have? I'll have some sugar on my beef, please. Yeah, it is. I was surprised by this. Am I really eating fresh? (laughs) No, you're not. You're eating sugar. It's fresh sugar. It's fresh sugar. Has to be made sometime. (laughs) So I love it. I love that the Irish court found that the bread is not. You're throwing the McDonald's slogan. I'm loving it. So, so you're throwing. Are you cross-contaminating slogans from fast food places, Denise? What's the slogan for Subway? Eat fresh. You oh, know? it is? Yes. Subway, eat fresh. That's, oh, okay. that's why I said, am I eating fresh? And you say, no, they got hammered. You're loving it. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And there's not one that says, if you're, if you're feeling like you'd like to just talk with someone, give Jared a call in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is in prison. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's out yet. But no, he's no, he, he, he's going to be in prison for but a while. But he's like, he's not tried yet, correct? No, he's, he's been tried. He was found guilty. Oh, I didn't yeah, realize yeah, he, that. He, was, he is tried in as Van Halen would say, tried and convicted, winner take all. He is in prison. It's he, he actually didn't go to trial. He pled. Oh, okay. He, he entered a plea. I mean, the, the point is the case is resolved, and yeah. he's, he's now serving out a, t- a term, right? So, uh, so yes, you know, everyone's always trying. You, you know that you know that Subway's got to be saying, everyone's always trying to steal me Lucky Charms when they lose in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, I, can you tell that I watched TV as a kid in the but 80s? See, this is the hazard when you become a prosperous company. 
everyone is out looking for a way, to, I mean, not everyone, many people are out looking for a way to wheedle into your company and take what you've worked to get. I mean, look at Walmart, look at Microsoft, look at Apple. The number of lawsuits filed against those people would stagger you, I think. Don't you think, Denise? Yeah, I just think it's, in this particular case, Subway's the one that initiated it because they were trying to avoid this tax. How'd that work for them? (laughs) It did not work well. It did not work well. But it's really funny because when you think about it, uh, a Subway store, if you you have to tax all your customers, then your customers are paying more for your product. So I understand why they did it. But I'd like you to think about this. You're in Ireland. You're going to a court run by the government and... The government wants to take more money yes. from you. Gee, who's going to win that? Hmm, let me think about this. <laughs> Are you saying the deck is stacked against you? I'm just saying perhaps there, you should reconsider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, as well, you know. Now that's what you. That's what happens when you let the intern decide what lawsuits you should file. <laughs> so, point. yeah, so Subway, you know, Subway had, had a bit of a difficulty. It doesn't change the fact they still got an NASCAR team. So, um, And a good sandwich. Yes, and a good sound. I'm sorry. I fine. Give me the extra ten percent of sugar. I'm okay with that. You know, as long as I get my chicken, bacon, teriyaki, whatever it is. So, uh, or their new ribs. Ooh, you, see, you can tell we've been doing this show for two and a half hours. I like the meatballs because I'm starting to get hungry. Mm. Uh oh. You know. Well, but they did stop. They stopped serving roast beef. What? There's because of COVID. They their supply of roast beef, so they stopped serving about four different types, and it was the type my kid likes to eat, and so. Yum. I've, I've had to actually start cooking at the house, which is always a dangerous proposition. Yeah. How to know it's done? Well, the alarm, smoke alarm's going off. Means nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, uh, so let's pivot from that to another one. Now, this one is kind of near and dear to my heart. Um, some of you may know, in addition to practicing law and being on Radio Law Talk, I also do acting and voiceover work. And one of the jobs that I had, if you ever play the video game WWE 2K19, I am Baron Blade on that show. And on that uh, on that video, video game, game, it's in the my career mode. I'm in about a third of it. And, uh, well, you know, WWE and the company that makes the WWE 2K game, they're in a little bit of legal trouble. Somebody is suing them. And you'll never guess who. Who is it, Denise? Who is suing WWE? Todd Kunin. Not no, no, not you. It it is a it is a tattoo artist. A tattoo artist suing. <laughs> yes. Say it isn't so. It what? is so fun. I love this story. I love it. So what? WWE is making these sleeve type um, sheer. Uh, so arm like fake tattoo yeah things, so or? that you can have a sleeve like a tattoo sleeve and it's based on one of their uh, artists uh Randy Orton Randy correct? Orton huge WWE yes. and so the, it's got tats all the way down both arms and so the tattoo artist the tattoo artist that put the ink on on Randy Orton's arms is now suing because a Hey, and I hold up the number one because one, <laughs> WWE is marketing these these sleeves that you can wear that mirror what Art Randy Orton has in his arms. But they're also suing because when they released the WWE 2K video game, the video likeness of Randy Orton with the character also has those, and the tattoo artist is saying, 
I own the copyright for that. Well, wait, yeah. did, he, did he make, when he put them on his sleeve, did he make a little C down in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they're suing for that. So, we're, look, we'll talk well, a little this about this. This is going to be interesting back, because it's very much like the, akin to where the, um, the graffiti artists. Right. It's very similar to that kind of a concept where sure. how much control does the artist have over their um, their reproductions of their artwork, even if it's body art? I didn't know you could copyright body art. That's an interesting concept, is it not? And the kicker on this is this isn't a new suit. The judge just got the plaintiff past summary judgment and said, this is a trial issue, not something I can punt. We'll yes. talk more about this when we come back. Services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 
At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. You know, I hear this music that we run into in this last segment with that little beat there and stuff. I feel like I got to get up and drop one and do all that, and then I remember that if I did, I'd probably throw my back out again. So I'll just, <laughs> I won't, I won't force others to watch that. We were talking about WWE in this lawsuit. Um, so essentially, the tattoo artist who put the ink and did the artwork on Randy Orton's arm, he is a wrestler for the WWE, she is taking the WWE and also uh, Take-Two Entertainment, which is the company that produces the WWE 2K video game. Um, she is taking them to task because of what she claims is the unauthorized and copyright infringing images that appear in the video game and on uh, separate sleeves that are sold for people that want to, you know, wear just a little sleeve on their arm with the tattoos that look like Randy Orton's. How distinctive is it? I mean, is it? can you, um, like, see it from across the room and go, well, obviously that's... Well, the, yeah. it's interesting that you would raise that issue because... Summary judgment was filed by, obviously, the defense and the plaintiff. And and one of the motions for summary judgment by the plaintiff, by the tattoo artist, was this, was, Judge, we want you to rule that it is settled that 2K Interactive and WWE did, in fact, copy my work. Putting aside whether or not it's valid copyright infringement under the law, we just want to, to prove that... This was my work, and what is on the game and on the sleeves is identical. They copied this right. work. Obviously, they're saying this is obvious. Yes. Right. So she had asked, actually, the judge to make a finding that it was copyright infringement, but the court didn't go that far. The court found that it was actual copy of her work, but did not find copyright infringement. So, so to answer your question about whether or not it, it was distinctive with the work, well, the court found that it was, yes. What I see in the video game, what I see in the sleeves, is the same as what I see on the arm, and that's the work that you did. So right. to ask my first and question, did you copyright that, and if so, how? This is the six right. tattoos. It include tribal tattoos. It include a Bible verse on his arm, a dove, a rose, and a skull. And she had created all of those images. Yes. Mm. Now, now, look, here's a couple of things that I think might be difficult going forward. For example, she knew the, I mean, she knew the medium on which she was going to be putting these tattoos. She knew she was going to put them on a wrestler who was going to appear on a television show, WWE Raw, WWE Smash. 
SmackDown and that these images were going to be broadcast. I don't think that she had got any compensation from WWE for that, nor did she seek any copyright infringement for her images showing up on somebody else's television show. Did she, did she get a credit? Did it, she get a credit? Didn't even get any credit? credits there. I, you know, so she knew that that was the case. So the question is, to what extent have you maybe waived your copyright protections if you have agreed that this can be in the public forum? Because now you're just picking and choosing what forums you'll agree that it can go into and not. I think that's going to be a defense here. Great question. But, and the, I, judge, and I, and but, the, judge, but the judge said whether or not it is or is not, that's for a jury to decide. Yeah, exactly. But I dispute that because I see it as a difference between visibility and reproduction. And if it's a replication, however you want to say that. And I see that what what WWE and the other defendant has done is actually replicated in its entirety her work of art, as opposed to her knowing it was going to be visual in a public sense. So I would move this to another realm, and I would say, well, let's look at this, Todd's argument, let's look at this like a song. So the Beatles write a song, and it's played on the radio. Have they given up their rights to copyright by the fact that that song is played on the radio? If somebody else copies that and releases the same song, is the fact that it played in a public venue on the radio, is that giving up their copyright? Well, usually yeah. there's a licensing agreement or some kind of a use, a, a right of use, right. that's done. And in this case, that was the argument of Arton was that he didn't sign any licensing agreement. He didn't, you know, do that type of a thing. And so do tattoo artists do that when I've never had a tattoo? Well, just the one big well, one, but I've never. <laughs> I, I think the, I think the big difference the, to me, the big difference here is that, yeah. you know, if, if in the case of in the case of your the Beatles write a song yeah. and they get it released and it goes out there. Now, does the radio station, your radio guy, does the radio station have to pay any we fee? We have to pay rights fees for yeah. from so, ASCAP, BMI, and... and so uh, the artist yeah. is getting some sort of compensation as a result of that, because yeah. they have turned over their licensing to ASCAP, BMI, and then the radio station pays. So they are getting paid even though it's not being played for free. Wow. Right? So, so the, it, or it's as, not as, supposed to as be. Minimal, <laughs> as minimal as it is on the radio station, there's some compensation going mm-hmm. as, as minor as it might be. But the big difference that I see here is that in all of those examples, the medium the vinyl on which the record was was pressed, or the CD, the medium, the radio station, all that, was not a sentient being that could make its own decisions. But for cop for copyright and for tattoos, when you put ink on another person that is a human being, you do not gain an ownership possessory interest in that person, which is essentially what she's arguing. Oh, you can't have control of no, his No, I don't agree. I think that's exactly... I, 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 she is saying that Randy Orton can or cannot do something with his body. What happened to my body, my choice? No, she's saying that, especially with the sleeves, the sleeves for me are a clear issue because that's not Randy Orton doing it. That is a copy of his arms and the art on his arms for economic profit. But I think the sleeves have got a point. But why can't Randy Orton, because it's his arms, say, I agree with that. I I authorize that. And And I paid for that tattoo, by the way. Yeah. 
Did he not it's, pay it's for his, it? It's his arm. I mean, show me the contract for the tattoo where it says, by the way, I'm putting this stuff on your arms, but you don't have sole right and control over how this is photographed or reproduced or anything like that. Yeah, it's going to be fun because this is akin to Five Points that we talked about many years ago, about it three is. years ago. It's also kind of similar to the Brad Pitt case for the artwork that was done in his home. That's true. All of which, by the way, you can find on our podcast. Yes. Yeah. So the Five Points is the New York building. Is this That's right. It, right. It's the one that comes in the five different boroughs. Right. And now it's gone, unfortunately. It's been demolished and it was whitewashed. So um, you, know, you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember, it was a couple of years oh, ago. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what if yeah. he decided to have it removed off of his arm? Could she sue him for damages? So, so, oh, so, yes. If it was like five points and he decided to go and do tattoo removal, would she have? Would she be able to file an injunction to right. say, you can't remove that because it's my artwork? No, because I don't think, the artwork is the concept. The artwork's not the arms. There's okay, a, again, but, but, a distinction that I, I think can be made. But he's whitewashing. What if he chooses to never be in public without wearing sleeves again? And he will only wear white shirts. And he's now whitewashed his arms, which is what <laughs> happened in the Five Points exactly case. Exactly right. And she sues him because you cannot cover my artwork with your fashion choice. I'm just looking for parallel, parallels You know here. what? We've got an update that we do have to get to really quickly. What, what is that? That's the Johnny Depp. Last, oh, yes. I, two weeks ago or last week, I think it was two weeks ago, we talked about Johnny Depp trying to get a continuance in the defamation trial so that he could actually pursue and and film the um, what was the Beast show? What we, uh, fabulous Beast? Fabulous Beast. Yes. Right. And, and so and Amber Heard wanted to continue it also because she was doing Aquaman too. That's right. But we were really wondering whether or not the court would. And you know what? We were right. We said the court would not grant the continuance on that basis. They would grant the continuance because of COVID and they can't have jury trials. So Radio Law Talk. Was right. We called it. They got the continuance, <laughs> but not for the reasons they wanted. And that leads us to quick takes. Oh, you want a quick take to you? Okay, yeah, here we go. Who wants quick... to go first? I'll, That's I'll the big go question. first on quick takes. All right, here we go, Mr. Kunin. And quick takes, by the way, a quick summary of the whole Radio Law Talk show. Oh, no, go Okay, now, Todd, go ahead. Quick takes. Uh, so my, my not-so-quick take back when... On Radio Law Talk. And some we didn't get Quick to. Quick disclaimer right, take. There we go. I don't know why so, I played uh, the open. I just have a bet. I'll play the bet. Sorry about that. Back when George Lucas was given his AFI award, Carrie Fisher spoke at that, and she talked about George Lucas's foresight in re- in keeping the rights to all of the images. And she said, the problem with that is pretty much now, every time I look at myself in the mirror, I owe George Lucas a couple of bucks because <laughs> he owns the rights. That was said in jest. This Randy Orton lawsuit is a lawsuit to actually enforce the same type of right. Mm. All right, Denise, I'll bet you have a quick take. What would that be? Kelly Clarkson is going through a divorce, and she has now been sued by her former or soon-to-be former in-laws. And that just proves mixing of business with family is never a good idea. Never. Especially a a, a family that's always temporary in, in show business, isn't it? It is. You know, and Kelly Clarkson's probably thinking, since you've been gone... I don't owe you those commissions. (laughs) That'll do it for us here on Radio Law Talk on this fine Saturday. If you missed anything, go ahead and check our podcast. You can get all three hours. It should drop by, uh, oh, by next Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next Saturday, folks. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com.
a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 7-4-94-90. There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-274-9490. That's 800-274-9490. 800-274-9490.